Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. And welcome to the Final Countdown. It is Dave Ross and Matt Humans today in for Matt and Stormy. Matt, great to see you, my friend. We don't get to do a whole lot of these shows together, so it's a lot of fun whenever we do. Well, I was asked to fill in on this show today, and I said I have one stipulation. What was that? If Super Dave Ross is the host, I'll do it. Let's go, and, uh, baby. So they made that happen. Gave Danny Burke a much-needed break. Yeah, and you're working. back. You're, you're going to host back-to-back two-hour shows. Here. No problem at all doing it with you, my friend. I do want to begin today with the news of the uh, very interesting, mercurial would be another word, Aaron Rodgers. Now, reportedly, Matt, he has come out of the darkness. The four-day retreat, whatever mm-hmm. the self-help thing, apparently it was in southern uh, Oregon is over. So he's come <laughs> out of the darkness. And now we wait with bated breath. I mean, if you're Brian Gutekunst, right? You're like, well, what has he decided? What did he do? What was this four-day ritual? Is he going to stay in Green Bay? Because, again, the odds out there right now via points bet, where will he take his next nap? Now, if you want to bet this, if he retires, which I don't think he's going to retire, or he takes that first snap with, uh, snap with Green Bay, those bets are immediately voided, okay? So you get your money back. Okay. But if you think now he comes out of the darkness and he says, you know what? I want to go to Las Vegas, baby. Minus $1.67. <laughs> I'm going to go to New York. And if I can win there, I can make it anywhere. Plus $1.40. And then the long shots really begin. Before you break down what you think Rodgers did, what would a four-day retreat for you look like? It last about four hours. <laughs> because I'd be hungry and I would leave the darkness and drive out to uh, 
in an out burger. I say you couldn't make it very no, long. That wouldn't happen. Come on, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> I can't tell you how many years it's been since I had four hours in darkness. Maybe well, uh, you, are you huh? buying the whole premise though? That was literally four days of darkness. Yeah, I mean, he's such a weird guy that uh, I think yeah. he does this. Uh, you read the ESPN story. This is something that has origins. Uh, that go back to India, China, Tibet, you know, back hundreds of years. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers is a uh, – he, he's become a, uh, I guess, like a self-made mystery character, right? He, he enjoys having the attention on him. He likes having that spotlight of the Pat McAfee show every week where he can sit back and pontificate to people and act like he's the great wizard. Uh, I, I really think a lot of people in Green Bay are tired of his act. Mm. In Wisconsin, in general, Packers fans are tired of the act. We're kind of tired of talking about it, right? Yeah, it, uh, yeah. You know, you now there are odds out there, and that's why it's a relevant discussion. You, you reference points bet where the Raiders are the minus one sixty-seven favorites. We have odds also from Odd Shark. I'm not sure which book this might be, mm-hmm. uh, but the Raiders three-dollar favorites Whoa. on that chart minus three hundred. With the Packers, the second choice of plus 230 and the Jets a plus 650, it really seems like it's between the Raiders and the Packers. So and it, I think the Jets be the, uh, the third horse in the race trying to close on the outside. And the contract is going to be a big deal here, Dave. It's going to be a big deal because I would say that freedom is worth more than money. And Aaron Rodgers did not really grasp that concept last year. I thought that when he pushed for that long-term contract with the Packers – that was the wrong thing to do. Mm. You can get the money somewhere else, right? Why did you have to push for the three-year, $150 million contract with the Packers? Uh, sign a one-year deal for $50 million. Then next year, go to the Broncos if you want to. Go to the, go to the Raiders. Go uh, the 49ers. You, you make your pick of where you want to go. Yeah, and that's freedom. And that's what Tom Brady did. Yeah. He, gave, he put himself in a situation where he went into free agency. He could pick his spot. Aaron Rodgers got greedy, wanted the contract, wanted the long-term security of the deal, and signed a three-year deal. It's going to make the, it's going to make it difficult for the Packers to move him. And uh, you know, we've got conflicting reports on this too, Dave. Last week, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, cited a, a source who covered the Packers and said management, including Matt Lafleur, everybody in the executive offices uh, in Green Bay are sick of Aaron Rodgers. I think it was they are done with Rodgers. The, disgusted. The, Mark the, Murphy, Brian Gutekunst, yeah. the, the whole brain trust. <clears throat> Didn't they say they're disgusted and done with Rodgers, right? Mm. They're going to move on from it. Yesterday, you get a report from a, an ESPN NFL reporter and another Packers reporter says, no, quite the contrary. Rodgers is probably going to be playing with the Packers next season. So who do you believe? The Raiders, slight favorites. I think that's first odds board we had from points bets, probably more accurate where the Raiders are minus 167 and the Packers are the second choice. Because I thought maybe a week ago when I read that Florio report that, okay, the Raiders are going to be the spot. Devontae Adams is going to push hard to make it happen. Josh McDaniels, the coach, Dave Ziegler, the GM in Las Vegas. Dave, their jobs are on the line. They can't draft a developmental quarterback. they got to win now. And Rodgers is the type of move they've got to make, and Devontae Adams wants to make it happen. It's amazing that in Oh, Sorry, sorry, one more thing. Yeah. Why are the Packers on this points bet odds board? Why are the Packers not on there? Well, again, this one if for points bet, if if he goes back to Green Bay, the bet's voided. There okay. That's the stipulation. Right. The that's the stipulation here. So that's why when you saw the plus money for yeah. him to come back, uh, certainly books are going to uh, kind of go at this different ways. So if you really think he's going back to Green Bay, then you want to shop around to books that offer the option of him going back to mm-hmm. Green Bay. And you saw over $2 
uh, for him to go back to the Packers. Like, to me, I got to think that if you've put up with him for this long and you've waited for this whole bit with the retreat, and look, by the way, we kid off the top of the show, but, like, hey, if that's what Aaron Rodgers really needs to do to get some inner peace, whatever it is that he's trying to find, go for it. Do what you got to do, okay? But now you're out of it. And now, Matt, as, as the employee, he's still the employee. The employer has to say, okay, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, you need to tell me because we got the draft coming up in April and we're either going to move you, you are under contract, we have, we'd have to trade you uh-huh. under this scenario. I got to know, like, are you good now? Are, 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 are we good? Are, are you happy? How, how could you ever know that with Aaron Rodgers? It's in, almost impossible. Doesn't he seem like the teenager who can't decide what shirt to wear to school and he changes his mind every day? He does. Now, you've got a new show coming up next week with Wes Reynolds. Good segue. Well, the reason why I ask Uh, is, what if you went to management and said, hey, I just did two (laughs) hours with with Dave. I I need four days of darkness before I do the show with Wes. You know what? Wes might do that. I would not do that. (laughs) Oh, Wes would be the guy that needs the four days? Wes might take four days of darkness to watch TV and smoke cigarettes. I wouldn't wouldn't do that. So, like, to me, if I'm the employer and my employee comes to me and says, this is what I need, like, I'll Uh talk to you afterward, right? But I just got to go in hiding for four days. Just give me that space. And your management, you're Mark Murphy, you're Brian Gutekunst. I go, all right, I'll I'll give you that. But, Uh like, the clock's ticking, man. Like, we got to start making decisions. And it feels like with Derek Carr. Well, okay, here's another thing. You don't wait for Aaron Rodgers to tell you what he wants to do. You make the decision. See, we're already dealing. We're making calls. Don't don't let him dictate the decision. I I think by now, Packers management, they have to know what they want to do with Aaron Rodgers. You're either sick and tired of his act Mm. and you just want to move on. You've moved up into the first round. To draft Jordan Love for a reason, right? Yeah. At some point, you got to let him quarterback the team. And that was what four years ago now. Like it's amazing how quickly in football time, like that that happened. You traded up, and I know it ticked off Aaron Rodgers at the time, just like it ticked off Brett Favre when you drafted Aaron Rodgers in the first round, mm-hmm. right? It's all cyclical. So like we've seen this song and dance before in Green Bay. So if that perturbed Aaron, and this is what he's doing now to get back at the organization, it feels like too off seasons in a row, kind of being this seems, odd character. It seems like five years in a row, doesn't it? It's right. And really the last two, it's become drama. Right. The last two or two so or three. There, there are a lot of dominoes to fall. And we can try to get at them because we know that Derek Carr is one of them. You're seeing a lot of the boards. The Jets are a, a, a small betting, you know, favorite, like plus a dollar 40, according to points, bet to get Aaron Rodgers, the Jets are the favorite to get Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. It's the Jets, the Jets, the Jets. It feels like they're in line for everybody. So, is Derek going to be the first thing? Or you you say for Packers, don't wait on anybody else. We go at our own drumbeat. We're not going to wait for Derek Carr or anybody else to well, make the their Well, the Packers decision. are not waiting for Derek Carr. Yeah. The Jets the Jets are going to make the, the move on Derek Carr if they feel like Aaron Rodgers is unavailable. Right? That's Rodgers is the first domino to fall. I think you're going to know really soon what's going to happen here. Either the Packers are going to say, hey, we're going to trade him to the Jets. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to trade him to the Raiders. They don't want to trade him to the 49ers, right? No. They don't want to trade him within the NFC. So it's, it's probably New York or Las Vegas. And then after that, then we'll see where Derek, uh, the Derek Carr domino falls and things like that. This, the Jets situation is kind of weird, too, but that's nothing new for the Jets. You had uh, Robert Sala, the coach, say after the season, come hell or high water, Zach Wilson is our quarterback. That ain't happening. Well, it seems like hell or high waters here because they, they don't seem to want Zach Wilson, right? 
They're, 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 they're shopping for everybody else. They're out whining and dining Derek Carr, telling him he, he could be a Hall of Famer if he's their quarterback, which uh, was everybody drunk at that uh, dinner because Derek Carr's not going to be a Hall of Famer. If, if the, the point the recruiting huh? pitch was, Matt, if you come to New York and you win here, baby, they're going to put you that. in the Hall. They put Joe Namath in. Uh-huh. That, that's okay. the selling point? Like, yeah. Is that really going to work on a guy like Derek Carr? Kerry. I don't know if it works on Aaron Rodgers. He knows he's going to the Hall. Kerry Collins in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> that didn't exactly work out. Mm-hmm. So There's again, a lot of New York quarterbacks that didn't open up. Derek Carr is 63 and 79 as a Raiders starting quarterback. Now, that's not all his fault. No. Wins, losses, the records are a little bit deceiving for quarterbacks. And the Raiders had probably the worst defense in the league for most of his nine years. But he's not going to be a Hall of Famer if he goes to the Jets. If he gets the Jets to the playoffs, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. So, again, we're talking about these domino effects here. And there's another one. Hopefully we'll have time to get later in the show with, with Lamar Jackson, which I didn't realize that Lamar Jackson would be a guy now would all of a sudden be going, oh, my goodness, maybe he's on the market mm-hmm. in, in, in a potential franchise tag scenario, and then you might trade him. Well, there's a lot, so much to talk about here. We could talk about this for the entire hour. We're going to we uh, put it off a little bit. But I think the bottom line for me here is I would bet the Raiders right now on this points bet board at minus 167. I still think Devontae Adams, Josh McDaniels, they're going to try everything they can to make this happen. Don't you think Aaron Rodgers wants to be reunited with Devontae Adams? It would seem to make a lot of sense. It's this divorce between Rodgers and the Packers does seem to make a lot of sense, and I think Las Vegas is the likely landing spot for Rodgers. All right, points bet. You can get that minus $1.67. Okay, when we come back, let's talk college basketball next here on the Final Countdown on Visa. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt on VSEN, the sports betting network. As basketball and hockey seasons continues, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Gets, and more. Check out BetRivers.com. Download the Bet Rivers app. It is a whole new game. Alongside Matt Humes, Dave Ross here, the final countdown. Let's get to college hoops because we could talk about Aaron Rodgers even during the break. We're like, I wonder, like, does he just walk out of the room and then the media is waiting for him? It's just a bizarre story in totality. Oh, he enjoys that. Oh, that's what he's, he wants. Don't you think? I guess he's so different, though, Matt. I don't know if he cares. No, he enjoys being different. That's what a lot of times some people don't care. But a guy like Aaron Rodgers is making an effort to be different. extra effort to be different. He wants to be different. Yeah, last two years, he's certainly been that. That's for sure. That cleansing thing and wherever he went to the rainforest or something. See, I just can't. You know, when you talk about the Titans, the Buccaneers, the Colts, uh, Panthers, Commanders, he's not going to end up with teams like that. It's going to be in Vegas with Devontae Adams. It's going to be with the Jets. He's going to follow the Brett Favre plan, right? Yeah. Or he's going to be back with the Packers. And I I can't see it happening with the Patriots either because I really believe that the Patriots and, you know, this is the last thing I want to say about this for now, but we don't want to belabor the point, Dave, or beat a dead horse, you know, to use a couple <laughs> of cliches. I love them. I think the Patriots might, uh, Bill Belichick and Mac Jones might be having a uh, falling out. And oh. If, if that happens, so there's a lot of dominoes that could fall here. I've, I've read reports here that the Patriots actually think Bailey Zappi might be the way they want to go. Belichick's upset with the way Mac Jones publicly handled the Matt Patricia offensive oh. coordinator situation, which I felt like the Patriots sabotaged Mac Jones in his sophomore season, right? You, you put a, a coolest offensive coordinator in there. To call who, offensive yeah, plays. And you make Mac Jones look bad. So, yeah, he should have been upset. But let's say the Patriots move on from Mac Jones mm-hmm. and the Raiders can't get Aaron Rodgers. Josh McDaniels is going to say, hey, I'll take Mac Jones. But if he can't get Mac Jones, he's also got Jimmy G out there, right? There's there, – yeah. there, 
A lot uh, so of dominoes. I, so the Raiders could end up with uh, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mac Jones, a lot of different directions they could go to. 30-1 to for the Patriots if you really think they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. That would be an interesting pairing with Bill Belichick, Bill O'Brien, now the new O.C., Right. In New England as well. So, and that's a very good move for the Patriots. Yeah, to get Bill O'Brien. Yeah, actually you have an offensive guy calling offensive plays. Seems like a smart move to go. All right, let's get to college basketball here very quickly because this is one of those games when you look at Northwestern against Illinois where you do the old, okay, I got a, a ranked team on the road catching six mm-hmm. against unranked Illinois and Brad Underwood's squad. So this has been one of those popular plays. And it's, it has cashed a lot. But, again, six feels like a big number. I know Northwestern, great week, that big win over Iowa uh, last week. I was on the wrong side of that one. Absolutely blew the doors off of the Hawkeyes. What do you make now of Northwestern and, and what Chris Collins is doing there in uh, with the Wildcats? Uh, Collins has done a great job with the Purple Cats and they are much more dangerous at home uh, than they are on the road, even though they did have a big road win at Indiana uh, by one point. And that was uh, a big surprise, I think, to a lot of people. But right now in the Big Ten, Purdue is 13-4. and four. Uh, Northwestern is 11-5. and five. Only one game back in the last call. But the Purple Cats have a really difficult schedule here down the stretch. And the, if they can finish second in the Big Ten, that's a great oh, achievement. Man. Great achievement. And their second-ever NCAA tournament appearance. Um, this game tonight in Champaign, I actually prefer the Illinois side, but I need to know what the status is of Terrence Shannon because he's averaging 17 points a game. He's a stud. He missed the Illini's game against Indiana and Bloomington over the weekend. I thought Illinois played really well in his absence. Uh, But I can't lay six, five or six. It was five overnight. Unless I know for sure that Terrence Shannon's going to play. And even if I do know that, I'm still not laying the points here. I'd probably play Illinois on a money line parlay. With Rutgers, which I think is a really good bet to beat Michigan tonight. Mm-hmm. And th- that's probably the way I'll end up playing this game if I do play it. Illinois, Rutgers, Moneyline, Parlay. Uh, Tim Murray loves to uh, cite this trend. And we did the uh, v College Basketball Betting Podcast last night. Unranked home favorites versus ranked teams. 30 and 14 against Ooh. the spread this season. 30 and 10 when not versus Miami according to Tim. So there <laughs> yeah, you go. Miami plays a lot into that equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, very quickly, I, I'm assuming Illinois is a tournament team. Obviously, Northwestern is going to make it for the second time. It, it feels like to me, though, the team that you would take more, more seriously as a dangerous team to make a move in March Madness would be Illinois. Like, are we discounting the Purple Cats? Like, the great story, uh, but you we know, don't it's take hard them to... seriously to win a couple games in the big dance. Well, I mean, you have to – when you haven't been there and done it before, you have to make things happen and force people to take you seriously. Yeah. You're not just going to grant Northwestern all this respect all of a sudden and say, I think the Purple Cats are a Final Four team. No, because they've, they've never made it to the Sweet 16, and yeah. that's never happened. And also, I, I still think Northwestern's more of a home court type of team. You know, you, you get up there in Evanston, it's a really tough place to win. I was not surprised Northwestern beat Purdue. I was a little bit surprised that they won back-to-back games and beat Indiana, but that was one that went to the buzzer. And uh, the the most stunning thing, I think, of the Big Ten to this point also involves Northwestern. Not a lot of people remember this. It's inexplicable at this point. On January 1st, I think it was, got to check my notes here. I think it was uh, January uh, 1st, yeah. Okay. Ohio State won at Northwestern 73-57. Yeah. to 57. A 16-point win at 
Northwestern, Ohio State. Since then, the Buckeyes have lost 13 of 14. So Ohio Oof. State's now and next to last in the Big Ten, and Northwestern's in second. How did the Buckeyes win by 16 in Evanston on uh, January 1st? Were they uh, hung over from the New Year's Eve party? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know, but that's, it's inexplicable when you look at it now. But Chris Collins, bottom line, has done a hell of a job. I don't want to lay the points in this game tonight. I'm not sure if Terrence Shannon, mm-hmm. who's been out two games with a concussion, is going to play his status day-to-day. I think, I, I suspect he comes back tonight. But I don't know that, so I will play <laughs> Illinois Rutgers Moneyline parlay. Here. All right, so Rutgers taking on Michigan. I do want to stay in the Big Ten then uh-huh. and talk about Penn State against Ohio State because, again, Greg Oden isn't walking through that door for Ohio State. Penn State got off to a really good start in the Big Ten and then really has become the Nittany Lions that we kind of come to expect in basketball. And now Ohio State was just a dismal season. is going to lay three at home against the Nittany Lions. What do you make of, of that kind of I, – I, some would say that that line might stink a little bit. It does stink a little bit, but also – I'm going to say a week ago Sunday, Ohio State was a home favorite against Michigan State. Mm-hmm. And I think it was three, three and a half, four in that range. And I was scratching my head. I said, why, why the hell is Ohio State laying this number against Michigan State? This Ohio State team's all out of sorts. It didn't make sense to me. I bet Michigan State that day, and the Spartans crushed the Buckeyes. <laughs> you remember that game oh, in Columbus? Yeah. Easy. I think Ohio State had 15 points at halftime. It was uh, an embarrassing offensive performance. And Chris Holtman, I think, has this, at this time of the season, you have to look for teams that you think have quit on the coach. Oh. And it looks like the Buckeyes have quit on Chris Holtman. They've lost, like I said, 13 of 14. Uh, Penn State is a, a desperate team in this spot. This number does not make sense to me. I'm at taking all. it. I'm taking it. I'm taking the three with Penn State. Nittany Lions need to have this win. They're on the bubble. Yeah. You can't afford to lose to Ohio State at this point in the season. This is one that the uh, Penn State's got to get. Jalen Pickett last week went off for 41 points against Illinois. He's going to be the best player on the floor. Maybe it's a sucker bet, uh, but I'll, I'll be the sucker here. Give me Penn State plus three against a team that's lost 13 out of 14. It looks like it's quit on his coach. Look at the blowout losses yeah. that the Buckeyes have taken in recent weeks. They also lost on their home floor to Minnesota, the worst team in the conference. I, I don't know how you lay points with Ohio State, but again, it does a little bit fishy on that one. You mentioned Rutgers against Michigan as we round out the Big Ten uh, games tonight. What's happened to Jawan Howard's squad? So, again, I, I kind of thought they would be a little bit better than they stand right now. Rutgers has been a surprise. This is a lock tournament team now in the Big Ten, laying that dead number of five against Michigan. Any live dog scenario for Jawan Howard and company? I don't think so. Mm. I, I like Rutgers in the spot tonight. And, um, like I said, both these teams are 9-7 and seven in the Big Ten, but there's no doubt Rutgers is a better team. Yeah. Better defensive team, better rebounding team. Uh, I'd be really surprised if the Wolverines win this one. So the way I'm playing these Big Ten games tonight, Rutgers, Illinois, Moneyline, Parlay, Penn State Plus. I didn't get three. I got two and a half. But I'll take, I took the Penn State Plus two and a half. Big Ten home teams, 71-41 and 41 against the spread. Ooh. In the league play. This Big Ten home courts are strong. Yeah, the rack. They don't when, call it the rack. And they cover. They right. don't call it the rack anymore, but I still do. It's it's just a tough place to play. It's been when they were bad. Like when they had uh who's a doobie who's the uh the shooter they had back in the like they've they've had terrible teams <laughs> and yet they can still figure out ways to win. This is a oh, yeah. good Rutgers team. Oh yeah. Good right? Rutgers team last year and the year before. Yeah. 
Uh, it was a Quincy Doobie. That's who it was. Quincy Doobie. Remember Quincy Doobie? <laughs> Shooter in the house. Hey, I got a home dog I like in the Pac-12 tonight, too. We'll talk about that later. Let's get to it. But when we come back, let's bring in your new co-host starting next week. Wes Reynolds will get some golf talk with West and beyond. Come on back to Final Countdown here on VC. VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. In addition to the new shows, VSIN's going to kick off some new podcasts to give every better the insights, tools, and confidence to make smarter betting decisions. VSIN continues to expand its catalog of popular sports betting podcasts to cover every corner of the sports betting menu. So no matter what sport you like and you like to bet it, well, it doesn't matter how experienced you are. You're going to find a podcast that's going to be good for you. The VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast is some of the best college hoops analysts around, breaking down the betting lines, odds, and totals. The host, Tim Murray, is going to be doing it three times a week and joined by my co-host today, Matt Humans and Adam Burke. The VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast featuring Danny Burke and NHL betting expert Andy McNeil. They're going to cover all things hockey twice every week. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your pods. You mentioned, Matt, that you and Tim already already had that one out for this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, how long generally are you guys going? Are you looking at the, the card of the day and also looking ahead to, say, March Madness and some future picks? As usual, Dave, that's a great question. So last night we did a little bit of recap from the Wednesday games. We looked ahead to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, talked a little bit about March, talked a little bit about everything, and one hour. One hour? One hour Whew. last night. So we taped it and uh, – you know, Friday night, I'll be talking a lot more college hoops with the guy we have on now, Wes Reynolds. Let's bring in your new co-host of VEASAN tonight. That's going to be 9 to midnight, Monday through Friday. I uh, can't wait for the debut of that show, Wes. I asked Matt that before this big change, like sometimes Aaron Rodgers, he went on a four-day darkness retreat. Did you have to do some sort of retreat to get yourself ready for your new show with Matt? Well, I never go in the darkness because Matt and I never get days off. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't take our full vacation allotment. Yeah, I see that. Season. Yeah, you're a hardworking man, that's when, for hey, sure. If Wes goes into the darkness, he's going into the film room to break down Indiana Hoosiers basketball. Absolutely, yeah. no question about it. Hey, let's start off with a little college basketball talk since uh, Matt just did the, the podcast with Tim Murray yesterday. And let's talk about those Hoosiers a little bit, big picture. Because, Wes, I feel like early on in the year, and, and I follow you at Wes Reynolds 1 on Twitter, I see the angst in your tweets a little bit when it comes to Hoosier basketball. Are you pleased, though, despite the loss last time out, with where this team has come? Do you think this is a dangerous team that not a lot of people are, are talking about come March? Yeah, I think you certainly have to be at least a little pleased considering the fact that, you know, this team hadn't been making the tournament. They barely got in last year. They had to play in that play-in game against Wyoming and Dayton, and then they were totally out of gas the uh, next time out against St. Mary's two days later. But the one thing I guess that concerns me a little bit for Indiana is, is Trace Jackson Davis feeling the wear and tear? Because if you look, he's an absolute, absolutely a player of the year candidate, but you look at the minutes that this guy is playing and the fact that he kind of has to be Superman for this team to win. 35, 37, 39, 40, 39, 39, 38. Those are the last seven games, the amount of minutes that he has played. So, I mean, this guy's going 37, 38 minutes a night, and he has to be great. And I think that 
they've missed Xavier Johnson, especially on the defensive end. Now, there's a possibility they may be able to get him back by the end of February or at least before the Big Ten tournament. And I think they absolutely need him. And they kind of need that third scorer. Jalen Huchifino has been as good as advertised, the five-star freshman. But they just don't get that consistent third scorer. And that's what worries me about them long-term. But I do think they could be dangerous like everything in the NCAA tournament. It's really draw-dependent. Yeah, I think actually when Xavier Johnson comes back, Indiana's the second-best team in the Big Ten. Oof. What? No, that's, that's high praise. Not really. Indiana was the preseason favorite to win the Big Ten. Over Purdue. So yeah, well, of course, Purdue was unranked when the season started. Dave, wow. you weren't you were doing your Fight Club shows. You weren't paying attention to college. <laughs> all the way to number one. <laughs> Indiana was a top ten team. Purdue was unranked. Wow. It, I mean, Purdue's developed into the best team in the Big Ten, but mm-hmm. Indiana, I think, uh, has a potential, has Final Four type of potential. If Xavier Johnson comes back healthy, he's such a good defender and uh, actually such a good point guard that uh, you could see a much different Indiana team in the month in the month of March. I I really. Do you think that team's got some upside? I've got a future on Purdue at 100 to one, and in Indiana at 50 to one, and uh, I give both those teams a shot. Wes, I stated my opinions on the Big Ten games tonight uh, in the previous segment. Let's get your thoughts on Northwestern at Illinois, uh, Michigan at Rutgers, and Penn State at Ohio State tonight. Yeah, I'll start with the first game. I'm actually probably going to lay money line with Ohio State here, considering they have lost 12 of the last 13 games, that's not exactly a layup when you're wanting to lay it with this team. And I know Zed Key has finally been shut down for the season with an injury, but Penn State is a team that doesn't have a lot of size, and neither does Ohio State. So I don't know if Penn State can really exploit Ohio State necessarily without Zed Key, because if you watch Penn State, Basically, what they do is they take a bunch of threes and they let Jalen Pickett drive to the rim. Mm-hmm. And, that's their, and that's their offense. Ohio State, meanwhile, they've been all out of whack. I, I still think Holtman is safe based on the recruiting class coming in next year. But this has been a hodgepodge of players. I mean, they just got a bunch of wings. They don't have a lot of size. They've been playing bad. But you're seeing a team laying two and a half in the market right now and even three where you are at the South Point that's lost 12 of their 13 games, that's kind of telling you that maybe the odds makers think Ohio State gets right, and I think that they do too tonight. Well, we saw the same number, West, when Ohio State hosted Michigan State, and that was a lopsided game in favor of the mm-hmm. Spartans right a week and a half ago. But I hear what you're saying, and uh, it's just, I think it's tough to uh, – I was talking to our friend Ron Skinny Boyles about this game today. He said, I can't bet – I cannot bet Ohio State. <laughs> it would be Penn State or pass. You're talking about a team that's lost 13 or 14. Uh, have you heard anything about Terrence Shannon's status? I know he's listed as day-to-day with concussion. Is he going to play for Illinois tonight? Uh, Illini five to six-point favorites over the Purple Cats. And also, uh, what do you think of that Michigan-Rutgers game with Rutgers a six-point home favorite? Yeah, I have not heard any confirmed status, but if I'm looking at the screen here and starting to see some six-and-a-halves in the market, that's kind of indicating maybe it's positive for T.J. Shannon, the Texas Tech transfer, to be back in the lineup. And I do like Illinois in this spot. However, it's taxed into the number. I think it is very hard to lay six and a half. So another tool that you can use as a better is a money line parlay, like a two-teamer, find a dance partner with Illinois. Because I think Illinois wins this game because I think, look, Northwestern is number two. They'd be the number two seed in the Big Ten tournament right now up in Chicago. So, you know, Northwestern, you know, it's kind of feeling themselves like, hey, we're the best team in the state of Illinois. And then all of a sudden, Illinois, who usually is the best team in that state, 
has got to think, okay, we're going to show these guys who's boss a little bit. But now that you're laying close to six and a half in the market, I think that that's a big number, but I do think Illinois wins the game. Oh, right? uh, you were talking about a dance partner. I said previously I would money line parlay Illinois and Rutgers. Why not the two Big Ten home favorites? Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I leaned initially Michigan six, but I'm not sure really what to make of Michigan. I think, you know, they got that nice win over Michigan State, where, who I think was playing with a lot of emotion. That was the first game since everything that obviously, unfortunately, happened up in East Lansing last week. And they just kind of wore down at the end in the final two or three minutes, and Michigan was able to take advantage. Rutgers, I thought, got one of the biggest wins of the weekend last weekend, winning at Wisconsin because they were starting to maybe get a little bit close to that bubble. But I think that win at Wisconsin, Scarlet Knights are in pretty good shape. They're obviously very tough at home, very good defensively. They're going to allow Michigan to take a lot of threes. Now can Michigan make them? and they haven't been able to make them consistently throughout the year. So I kind of like where you're going there with Illinois and Rutgers. Talking with Wes Reynolds. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Wes Reynolds 1. We have now gone from the West Coast to the East Coast swing now as we begin golf on the East Coast. And again, when we're talking March Madness, that means we're talking Augusta coming up in April as well. Very quickly, uh, right now I see Billy Horseshoe's up there. Horschel's at 500 along with Bramlett in that first-round lead for the Honda. I want to ask you about Augusta. And the first name on the, on the board for the live guys is Dustin Johnson at 22 to one. That's the, the shortest favorite for any of the live guys. What's that going to be like for the live guys that play at Augusta? Is it going to be contentious? Do you think it's really going to be an issue either at the champions dinner and or on, on the play, uh, field, of, field of play, if you will, because it looks like Rory McIlroy has wants nothing to do with these live guys. I hope it's an issue because that means we get another season of full swing and we actually get some drama in that. I want to see a little bit of confrontation and a little bit of spice with these guys. But, you know, just looking at the board for the Masters, obviously John Rahm, his price continues to go down. He is now 7-1, to I believe, at BetMGM. Rory at 8-1. to It always kind of feels like it's Rory's year, but it felt like Rory's year at Augusta for like the last eight years trying to get that career grand slam. So I'm going to be interested, though, because there is more events, or there are more events, I should say, on the Live Tour. They're starting actually tomorrow down at Mayacoba in Mexico. So at least maybe if these guys can get some rounds in and they get two or three events in before Augusta, because that's just so hard to really handicap some of these guys. Although Cam Smith was right there at the end last year, 14-1. to He'd probably be the safest bet, I think, of those live guys. But, you know, you're starting to see some bigger prices. I saw somebody that uh, had posted Brooks Kepka at a really long price. Now, I need to see some form out of him before I jump in on that. I took him at 99-1. to Brooks Kepka, 99-1. I mean, it's still Brooks Kepka. I have no idea what he looks like. I forgot about Cam Smith, by the way. Good luck, Dave. Hey, Wes, we appreciate it. Can't wait for your new show next week with Matt Humans. Good luck tonight. You bet, guys. Thank you. There he is, everybody. Wes Reynolds. Check him out with Matt. Weeknights right here on Visa. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. 
social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt This segment of Final Countdown is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. This is a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients. It is completely tobacco-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. And buy it today. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Matt Humans, Dave Ross here. This is the final countdown. We are back, baby. The second half of the NBA season. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy the All-Star game? I actually enjoyed the three-point shooting contest. You did. The only NBA bet I've made in the last month was Damian Lillard at 4-1 to one to win the three-point shooting contest, Boom. and he won it. And that, that, the reason why I think if – I'm assuming the reason why you enjoy that is the same reason why I enjoy it, because they're actually trying. 
right? Like, you knew when Larry Bird back in the day. Oh, he said. Who's coming in second. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he wanted to show everybody, you're not beating me, right? And I'm sure Dame's got a little bit of that in him, too. Like, I'm the best shooter. I'll prove it in this actual competition. Plus, I believe Damian Lillard is the best player in the NBA who gets the least hype. And mm. a lot of that has to do with being stuck up in the Pacific Northwest sure. on a team that sometimes sneaks into the playoffs, you know, as a low seed. And uh, they don't make much noise in the postseason when they get there. But I've, I've actually been a huge Damian Lillard fan all the way back to when he was a Weber State. Yeah. Lighting well, it up in the Big Sky Conference. And uh, I just took a shot. I thought – you know, four to one, not great odds on the three-point shooting contest, but he was my pick to win it. Hey, when it cashes, it feels a little bit yeah. better. Maybe he was at the retreat with Aaron Rodgers up there. Uh, By the way, I just read a report that Aaron Rodgers left that retreat after two days. He only lasted oh, two days. Oh, erroneous! Did you see this? Did he you only see? did two days? That's the report that's floating out there now. So Bush uh, League, Aaron. We might see if we can verify that, but uh, apparently he left halfway through his scheduled four-day retreat. Okay, we were talking about it off air like could you really do it like if you really thought about what it would entail to do clearly Aaron Rodgers couldn't even do it so he was having food delivered to him that's the only sign of of human life that he saw for now two days not four days I'm calling BS on this whole thing like I bought in and really you know this is the, the marine mentality I have like could I do it yeah. could I actually do it I think you could do it I think I could, but if Aaron Rodgers couldn't do it, I bought in. Dave, this you're is a Marine. wellness thing. Aaron Rodgers is not a Marine. You, you have the Marine mentality. You could do anything you set your mind to. Four days, Aaron, huh? Turned out to be two. Aaron Rodgers is soft. <laughs> he is. <laughs> you're a Marine. So, again, that's the report that Matt just got that it was only two days, <laughs> not two days. four days. We don't know if this is going to affect his future in Green Bay, if this means he wants out. Maybe something came to him and said, I need to make my decision now, but he's out of the darkness. After two, not four days. Apparently. Anyway, I, I, I did enjoy the NBA going dark over the weekend. But now we're back, and uh, we have a, a schedule of, what, nine games tonight in I, the association? Yeah, and I want to start with the Nuggets because this is a team that I have a dead bet on. I bet them with my buddy Tim Doyle. Mm -hmm. Played the under at the beginning of the year, 52 wins. Oh, right. Terrible bet. It's going to go way over. And I keep waiting for them to fall. What I didn't bank on at the beginning of the year, Matt, was how weak the West was. Now, that's pre-trade deadline. They've obviously gotten a whole hell of a lot better once you get Kevin Durant over there to the Suns. That's why Phoenix is now the second betting favorite behind Boston to win the NBA championship. But now the Nuggets go on the road to begin the second half in Cleveland. And Cleveland was a team that was red hot before the break. Laying a small number or two. What do you make of the Nuggets, big picture, and tonight? Well, Kevin Love. Is gone. He's gone. He's out of the picture. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually don't like to bet these initial games. When I used to bet the NBA all the time, and I did for many years, about mm -hmm. 15, 20 years, I bet the NBA quite a bit. The last couple of years, I haven't bet the NBA much. I think it's become very difficult when uh, you don't know who's playing on yes. a daily basis with the load management. Uh, since the pandemic, it's been a lot tougher for me to uh, focus my attention on betting the association when mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 90. 8% of my basketball bets are on the college side anyway. <laughs> but the Nuggets, not a team I would necessarily want to fade here. 41-18, and 7-3 uh, in their last 10. And everybody keeps doubting the Nuggets in the West, and uh, they keep proving they're the best team out there. Well, until we get to the playoffs anyway. Right. I, I have no opinion on how you should bet this game, but um, I, th I did think that uh, Donovan Mitchell showed out in the All-Star game in Salt Lake City 
former Jazz mm-hmm. playing for the Cavs, uh, like you expected he would. Only Jason Tatum put up 50 points. Otherwise, Mitchell might have been the MVP of that game. No question. Again, the total 223, which I can't believe I'm saying this in 2023. Mm-hmm. That's a low total. 223 in 2020. Yeah, you don't know who's going to come out of the yeah. break ready to play. Yeah, I agree. And, and now there's going to be guys out there who bet the NBA all the time, who did research and all this stuff, who feel like they find an edge on some of these nine games tonight. Yeah. Um, I, but I can't say I'm one of those people right now. Do you trust the Nuggets, though, long term? Because you mentioned they're a team built I for do. the regular season. I do like the Nuggets. But are they built for a deep run in the yeah, Western why Conference? Not? Why not? You're going to have the three time MVP. Jokic is going to win the First MVP. First of all, you know, you look at the the number two team in the West is Memphis, three Sacramento, then you got the Clippers, the Suns, the Mavericks. Right now, you know, you, you said the Suns been boosted on the odds board. That's mm-hmm. right now that's more hype than anything. Until we see the Kevin Durant situation come together. As far as Dallas, until we see Kyrie and Luca, how they can uh, uh play together, yeah, coexist, play together on the court. Who knows? I the Nuggets have a, as good a shot. Even though the odds board doesn't say it, I think they have as good a shot or better shot than those two teams to win the West. By the way, Kevin Durant will not be available tomorrow night when they start their How many games is he going to miss down the stretch? He's not going to be playing every night. That's the problem now. He's coming off that knee injury, so he's still not going to be available tomorrow night for the Suns, and yet they've moved up and skyrocketed up to the second betting favorite overall. Not Western Conference, overall. Well, you got more liability. As soon as Kevin Durant goes to Phoenix, a lot of people are betting the Suns, right? Yeah, exactly right. So you see in the West, I mentioned the Nuggets, they're plus 390 to win the West. I would assume that it would mean more to the Nuggets to get that one seed and then have everything go through Mile High City, right? Well, you got to, yeah. Because I don't know that they can go on the road and, you know, win a seven-gamer. Again, well, I don't know what the Of course they could, are. they could, but uh, your point right? is, uh, is a fair well, First of all, the Nuggets are five games up on the second uh, spot in the West. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to have the number one seed. And they're going to push until they secure that number one seed. Then they'll probably take you know some games off at the end. That's what I would think, but it's still going to kill my underplay. Uh, the Celtics back in action tonight against the Indian Pacers. And, again, when we're talking kind of big picture as they come off the break, Boston's still the betting favorite to win the NBA title. Came so close a year ago. What do you make of Boston so far? Joe Mazzula looks like right now could be a lock to be the coach of the year. <laughs> we didn't see this coming, certainly in that marketplace. But what do you make of the season? They're laying eight tonight, but almost big picture. It feels like the East got weaker after the trade deadline. Well, the Celtics got the best record in the association at the break, mm-hmm. 42 and 17. Um, but again, coming off of Jason Tatum's all-star performance, uh, you, you've got a, uh, a little bit of – because even though you're only a half game up on the Bucks in the East, you feel like uh, – the sense of urgency might not be there for the Celtics. You're on the road coming out of the break, and you're laying eight. Uh, for me, this would be home dog or pass. I agree. And by the way, big picture, Giannis Antetokounmpo obviously got dinged up before the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. We're assuming he's going to be healthy sooner than later. Because to me, just go back a year ago, I, I think home court really will matter between Milwaukee and Boston. When it gets right down to well, it. Well, I think the Bucs have the tiebreaker, too, because they, they beat Boston both games, right? Yeah. If it, if it comes down to that. And I, But I do think that matters because it mattered last year, at least. Even though it was one of those weird series, if you remember, a year ago, where it felt like the road teams were winning sure. all the time until, of course, you get to game seven, and then Boston wins at home. So I do think, at the end, some of these teams, you go, I really don't care where they're seated. Like Phoenix, I believe, feels like they don't care what seed they are at West. 
as long as they're healthy. As long as Book and KD and Chris Paul are healthy, right. they'll, they'll roll the dice with whatever seed they had. I actually believe in the East it does matter for Boston or Milwaukee who ultimately gets that home court if it comes down to a game Yeah, seven. I think it does too. Yeah. Uh, you know, Boston's got a pretty good home court advantage in those teams. Uh, Milwaukee, Boston, they're going to fight for that top seed in the East. I think the most intriguing game tonight might be Warriors or Lakers. Yeah. The most important games of LeBron James's career. You buy it, Dave? I'm not buying that. But I do think the Lakers are going to come out and play uh, with a lot more uh, fire here to start the second half. And, again, it's a Warriors team without uh, Stephen Curry mm-hmm. for, it looks like, another week without Curry. Can you lay six with the Lakers? Ugh. I like the Lakers to win in this spot tonight. I do think you're going to see a refocused team coming out of the break here, and um, I'm not going to lay the six, but I, I think that's going to be a major storyline here in the next week. The Lakers have a tough schedule coming out of the break, yeah. and they need to win these games. And this is a spot where you want to start the second half of the win tonight. It would be Lakers or pass for me. Fascinating what's going to become of Golden State if they can get healthy. Speaking uh, they of. will. Well, I actually, I think the Warriors have a lot of upside when they get healthy. Could be very Curry's dangerous back. once Curry is back. All right, hour number two coming up next here in the final countdown on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 